Hey, Dr. Gangel. Are you there, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can. Took me a bit there. <laughs> no, no problem. It's uh, it's a little tricky to, to connect to the link there. I will. You're. Uh, uh, I'm not hearing you uh, very clear, though. You're. Uh, it's almost like your volume's too low. Okay. Is that better? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Good. Uh, so. We're live with this uh, podcast and we're going to, we'll take about 20 minutes of your time. We tried to do this once with Rian, but of course, uh, your, bee, your bees had dysentery, you said? I didn't catch the last part, sorry. Sorry, your bees had dysentery. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This so so it made, it made a mess. I just couldn't uh, couldn't get away. <laughs> I spent the rest of the day cleaning up. <laughs> if, if nothing else, this will probably be the only podcast delay because someone's bees had dysentery. So I think we're unique <laughs> in that regard. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I managed to uh, I managed to uh, uh, keep them alive, and uh, now I'm hoping with the warm weather they'll they'll be okay for the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> Um, I, I had actually wanted to do a, a podcast because, uh, you and I have talked a lot about running and I wanted to just get your thoughts on this. So when Rian and I did a few of these podcasts to give people updates on COVID, I thought I would, uh, use the same kind of technology to do this, uh, this one and ask you some questions about running for people who are interested. It's going to be super interesting for me because you're always, uh, got a unique view on things and it's always interesting to hear what your thoughts are. So is that okay? We I sent you a couple of questions to look at. Those are all good. Yeah, yeah, no problems. They uh, uh, quite straightforward. Yeah, perfect. The first thing uh, I had on my mind, and I think you know, you and I are both working in the office at times. We're also doing phone appointments, uh, but I guess my question is is twofold. First is how do we, as you know, residents of Northwestern Ontario, stay well? during this COVID-19 pandemic. And I guess the second part is how, how should we feel? You know, we've been a couple weeks now without new cases. So, you know, I'm, I'm putting a mask on and I'm taking lots of precautions, but sometimes I wonder, am I being overly anxious? Am I being overly cautious? So I, I'd like to get your opinions on both of those. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to be very cautious. Um, it, there's two sides to that equation to me, uh, Adam. There's, there's a personal side. I, I don't uh, particularly uh, want to catch COVID. But, but uh, a bigger issue with me is, is I really don't want to pass it on to anybody else uh, and, and ending up uh, uh, causing harm to anybody else. So, so for that reason, I, I try as much as possible uh, to, when I'm in public, to wear the mask. Um, uh, and uh, hopefully protect uh, somebody else as much as it protects me. So I think that's very important yet. Uh, I, I'm, I'm reassured with the trend that we're seeing. Um, it, it's, it's encouraging uh, that although there's a lot of uh, people out there that have the infection, the number, the daily cases increasing. So that's encouraging that, that we're on the right track. Yeah, yeah, I think that 
seeing even though the total cases is, is getting higher that rate of change is is dropping and mm-hmm. uh and i think the numbers are are flawed we know right because it's all based on reporting data and when certain authorities report so the weekend numbers will be a little off but uh several days in the last week have had more resolved cases than new cases which is what you need to have a eh? right and and I like yeah. to look at the critical cases. That's also an indication because those are are that that uh, uh, we're we're monitoring and we're catching. There's there might be other cases we're not catching, but the analyzed uh, uh, gives us an indication of how we're trending. Yeah, and and I think to to clear up a misconception, there's there's two things that I think are circling out there. One is that, you know, and, and this happened to my wife the other day where someone came very close to them at the grocery store and said, well, I don't have it, you know, so you're fine, which you've hearkened to. You can be asymptomatic and transmitting this for several days. And that data is quite well documented in the research on this COVID even early on. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. And the second part was, well, this is just the, the normal flu. And that has also been debunked. This has a much higher mortality rate than traditional seasonal influenza. Um, and I think the third part of that that we've seen, and there's been some nice graphs. Um, Jennifer Kwan is on Twitter. She does a lot of nice graphical representations of this stuff. But the people saying, well, you know, it's it's now with COVID, it's the same number of people dying, but, you know, we don't have as many people dying of trauma or heart attacks or COPD because we're all throwing some of these cases under the COVID umbrella. But we know that that death rates in, in all these areas, uh, New York, Italy, these heart hit areas are much higher than the, the baseline rate would be. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, if we had the number of infected uh, people that catch influenza, our, our, our death rate would be so so much larger. Um, luckily, we're, we're keeping the numbers down, and that's what's keeping you know, our, our uh, population safe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I think that's, that's good advice, and we're still being uh, cautious. And I think the, the selflessness that you've identified is like, yeah, you, you know, we don't want to catch it. And, you know, I don't want to catch this as well, being immunosuppressed. So I'm taking precautions. But... Uh, but yeah, that that spread to others is, is really important, especially when we're in healthcare and we're we're encountering a few more people than than uh, some people that are socially distancing at home. Yeah. Uh, so along this same uh, avenue of staying well, and what what can people what can people do? You know, what are you telling your patients who are dealing with depression or anxiety because of this um, this social distancing and and the worries about the pandemic? Yeah, I, I think it's very, very important to to, uh, uh, to have distractions, uh, uh, to have routine, uh, so that you're not sitting there worrying about things. Uh, you know, you 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 try to. Uh, you mentioned running earlier, and and that continues to be part of of my life. These uh, and they certainly consume some of my time. But but whatever leisure activities that you have that that uh, still allow you to. Uh, uh, to keep that social distancing um, and yet uh, occupy your mind at something else than worrying about COVID. Yeah, for sure. And even like on a day like today, you know, the sun is shining. 
Um, and I think sometimes I know, you know, I said to Nancy, I said, you know, I sometimes just get kind of overwhelmed with all the information that's coming out of the news sources. And I often I will not want to run. I force myself to go out and have that run. And I, and I always feel better when I'm done. So, yeah. It's amazing how you can feel totally exhausted. Uh, and, and sometimes it's important to separate between that, that mental exhaustion versus that physical exhaustion. And sometimes, even though you're, you're totally mentally exhausted, uh, you start running and that mental exhaustion just dissipates. You, you, you just gain energy uh, from, from, from a run. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best pieces of advice I got long before I actually started doing this regularly was, uh, you know, go out and give yourself permission to quit after 10 minutes if it's not going well. And I think we've <laughs> talked about this. And you, yeah. you give yourself permission. So you say, I'm just going to go 10 minutes. And if I don't like it, I'll turn around and I'll walk home. And by then, you know, the endorphins kick in, the sun is shining, you're feeling better. And you almost always complete, you know, that 30 minute or hour or however long you want to go. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, I think sometimes we're watching the news and there's a lot, a lot of talk about, you know, we're trying to avoid becoming to close proximity in social situations and it's easier in, in small towns. So it's easier in Dryden and, and maybe even easier in Vermilion Bay. But what do you say to people to how they should run or exercise outside safely in the context of this COVID-19? Again, it's just, I think it's, it's, if you want to run in pair, you, you, you've got to that, that distance between the two of you, which makes it very, very uh, difficult. If, so I, I've been running by myself. Um, I still the treadmill, uh, even on, on days, well, today, today would be a, an outdoor run, but uh, the, the treadmill I still find uh, convenient to myself. Um, but again, it's try to keep that distance um, and keep it safe. Uh, try to s run side by side on, on, on the road and keep six feet. Uh, that in itself is hazardous. I think you've got to go one behind the other. Um, so th there's there's uh, some difficult. I find most of the time when I'm running, I'm in my own head and, and I'm not much into a chatting mood anyway. So so that yeah, works yeah. good for me. Yeah. yeah. And I think some of the some of the running sites have even said trying to maintain like four or five meters, which almost defeats the purpose of running together. Right. If you're that far apart. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I ran on either side. I guess if it's someone already in your home, it's fine. Run, run right. beside each other. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, we we try to run where one of us is on one side of the road and the others and we're kind of shouting back and forth. And then it's dangerous because you're going to get hit by a car. So that's right. Yeah, it is. It is hard to to run with someone. So yeah, probably best just to run with people in your home or, or run by by yourselves there. Mm -hmm. um, so why did you start running in the first place? Uh, this, you know, to be very honest, uh, running was never on my radar until I was into my. That's when my young daughter decided she wanted to run a, a half marathon and wanted company and and just out of that spirit I, I said okay well I'll train with you and I have to admit that for the first two three months I regretted that decision I found it, <laughs> <laughs> found it very difficult for a guy who's enjoyed or wanted to run um, but once I got past that point I, I reached a, a, a place where people talk about um, that endorphin rush uh, where you, it, it's just it's just 
you're just running, you're in your own space, uh, and it just feels so good. Uh, and, and even when you're finished, you're, you're, you still have that energy to go and do other things. Um, and it, it took a while to get there, but it's a, it's a feeling that, uh, that never lets you uh, down and, and enjoy it to this day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, you've been, you, you, got, you got to this before I did. I've only been running, I would say, seriously for the past uh, two years. And, and I dragged my kids along. So it's the opposite. I'm trying to get them and they're younger. <laughs> and they say, I hate running. And I say, so does everybody <laughs> until you start. And, and, you know, once you get into those good points of the run, or you finish and you get that sense of accomplishment, it's not always enjoyable. There, there's a lot of suffering that's involved and there's a lot of, you know, feeling breathless and your muscles hurting and all those things. Those are natural if you're pushing your limits. So, right. so they always say, well, I hate running. I said, so do I now let's go. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll both feel better when we're done. So, yeah. Well, there's, there's two things I've done that I've made running um, uh, a lot more easy for me. One of them is that 10 minute, uh, uh, back out that I've mentioned that you mentioned earlier that that when when I go for a run, I, I give myself permission that after ten minutes, if it's really not my day, I, I can quit. Now, what I found from that is usually when I get to ten minutes, it doesn't matter anymore. I can just keep on going forever. Um, yeah. The other one is that I was very fortunate that uh, my wife Eileen uh, agreed when I started running that I, I really am not fond of making loops. Um, and she agreed that if I wanted to run, that I just had to go run. And when I got tired, that she would come and pick me up. So, so I, I, I run in one direction only. And no matter <laughs> if it's east, north, or south. But once I get going, I just, I just run. And when I get tired, it could be 20 minutes. It could be three hours. I, I, pick, I just grab my phone and call. And, and she comes and picks me up. So uh, this way, I, I don't have to put a limit, a, a time. I just have to say when I'm tired of running somebody will come pick me up so it's made a, a big big difference for me yeah do you have a favorite route whether that be one that you've done a lot around your home or is there a route that you've done while you're traveling that you've really enjoyed running um i don't have a particularly one that i prefer i i tend to run along the highway probably the most and because it it gives me so much satisfaction when i'm traveling with a car on that highway later when I, I when i look at the distance i've run and say i can't believe i just ran that so the you know i i enjoyed i enjoyed enjoy the, the the side of the highway the, the the one that i've done a few times when you're when you're running with someone that is very pleasant is a 594 uh, very low traffic um oh yeah and and it's it's a hard surface for for most of the way um and and it's a it's one where you can run side by side run together and not having to worry about traffic so around here the 594 i think is 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 a, is a nice stretch yeah i love driving that that stretch there so yeah i, I can imagine and, and that is that's completely true and i even find in places that i haven't run you know, you'll 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 do a hill like it, when you drive from Thunder Bay to Grand Portage, you'll have that huge hill. And I'd be like, oh, my goodness, this would be the best and most agonizing hill training ever. But yeah. you think about those things when you're when you're driving just near the border there. So, yeah, um, 
I had a, a run this year I told you about running down in, in San Diego and right on the um, the ocean in a place called Oceanside, which is near uh, San Diego. And it was just the best run. I must have seen 150 other runners. There was outdoor yoga. People were surfing. It just, you know, in those kind of runs, you just go off the energy of everything that's happening around you and it, and it feels effortless. Absolutely. Especially when you're at a new site, I find that running is such a great way to learn a new city or, or a new location that you've, you want to explore. You go onto a nice, you know, sort of moderate run uh, and, and, uh, and you can see the sights, you can enjoy it. Uh, very, very pleasant. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And, and it gets you, you know, hopefully we'll be able to travel again and, in 12 months or 15 months and we can go explore some places, uh, by running. But yeah, I, I, a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, you, you've picked up running as a hobby, but you have lots of hobbies. Um, you know, you, you've got the bees, uh, you've got lots of different interests. What do you think that you've picked up in the last five or 10 years as a hobby or as an interest that's, that's contributed the most to you being well and, and being happy in those things? Um, well, I think those things probably change uh, over time. But if I was to answer that question right now, I'd say the, the, the probably what um, uh, consumes a lot of my thoughts and uh, uh, right now and keeps me distracted, uh, always trying to things uh you know my setup better um so i i found that very peaceful very pleasant you could sit there and watch him work uh, try to uh do different setups to to uh to improve the the quality of their life so yeah the beekeeping i think currently is probably the the the, the most pleasant thing i do yeah yeah, no, absolutely. Do you have to keep, uh, I guess, keeping bears away is the biggest challenge, um, keeping animals away? Yeah, I've, I haven't had a problem with them because I've, 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 all of my setups have electric. Um, I'm told from, I know, other people around that have had uh, bees that once the bear gets to them, that, you know, then they'll never let go. It's, it's definitely a big problem. But if you can stop them from coming to the hive once and taste the honey, then then they seem to they they seem to uh, not be a big bother. So it's 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 been I've been pretty fortunate not to have any problems with the bear so far. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, so uh, in the in the uh, free time that you might have when you're not running or maintaining your bees, do you are you more likely to listen to a podcast or are you more likely to read a book? Um, I find that I'm at a point in life where I much prefer to listen than to read. So podcasts <laughs> or, 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 uh, or like I'll, I'll have a book, but I, I'm, I'm very, very fond of audiobooks. So, uh, I'll have a podcast on as I'm working or I'll have an audio book on. I usually, I'm never doing anything without my. And I oh, wow. so running. <laughs> now, which podcast uh, do you enjoy or have you listened to most recently? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of. Uh, nothing comes to mind, actually. The, the, the last the last few months has been 
probably more into books. I was uh, just, I'm currently listening uh, Oath of Office by uh, Jack Mars. Uh, it's a series. I've, uh, Baldacci has been uh, one of my favorite in terms of books. So that's, that's probably where I've been spending more of my uh, listening. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yeah, I'll send you some uh, running podcast recommendations because I almost exclusively listen to podcasts about running while running. Oh, so. well, that, that's that's good. That's uh, you know, I, I find that that uh, listening while doing anything really keeps me like the hours go on and and uh, you you it it makes uh, it makes time go by very quickly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, headphones are almost mandatory when I'm working on my wood pile now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you uh, are are you more likely to watch TV or more likely to listen to music? If you had to only do one, what would be your your preference there? Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would say TV, but my tolerance to that even is very short now, maybe an hour. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, it, you know, I, I would throw the third one in there and say an audiobook, and I would say audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what are you streaming? On, what's the last show you've streamed on uh, on Netflix or, or, or uh, regular TV there that you've been watching? Uh, uh, so Eileen and I just started, I think, the day before uh, the, the tonight. Banks, I think it's called uh, the kids that uh, recommended it. So we, we watched uh, two uh, two episodes. Uh, um, it's OK. Nothing which, spectacular, but it's OK. Which one was that? Uh, Outer Banks. Oh, okay, okay. And this is a recommendation from your kids, then. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, the, I, I stole that question from a podcast, a running podcast, and, and actually the way to frame it was to say if you could only listen to music or watch TV for the rest of your life. So I kind of blew it there. That was... Oh, uh, for your so, life. Then I, then I would say music. I was... Yeah, that's a tough one, right? You wouldn't want to live without music, I yeah, don't think. Yeah, I think music, I would pick music, but... Uh um yeah I, I i get tired of tv pretty quickly yeah and then um this is another question uh, for the rest of your life if you could only be one would you rather be 10 minutes late all the time or would you rather be one hour early all the time oh i, I much prefer being an hour early <laughs> i hate i hate being late uh, see yeah oh good See this, I, I didn't know that about you. So this is it, and you've worked with me, and and uh, I've had been out to your hunting place. You know, I'd always prefer to be ten minutes late, and <laughs> it, and, it, and the reason I justify that, and and we've talked about this in these uh, personality tests, is that if if I'm going somewhere and I'm getting ready to go, and then all of a sudden. You know, the kids show me something interesting or a friend of mine calls. I'm always willing to indulge that opportunity. I don't want to miss out on that opportunity. And the um, the, the compromises that I that often end up being late there. So, yeah, yeah, I, I always prefer to so getting early and, and waiting and distracting myself with something else than than being late. That's uh, I find yeah. that too anxiety provoking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I, I won't um, I won't bug you with any more questions, but we'll we'll uh, release the podcast. We're hoping for uh, skyrocketing listeners out of the Mation community. <laughs> so uh, I got high expectations. But in all seriousness, I think that 
I'm really glad you did this because I think people respect you. I know you're, you know, people like myself who you've mentored and, and all the learners that you've had over the years, I think they'll enjoy listening to it, but also your patients and your friends and, and people just want to hear your thoughts on this. So uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy it as much as I did. Well, thank you for your kind. And, uh, thank you for putting these on. I think they're, they're very uh, uh, informative to people and entertaining at the same time. So thanks, Adam. Yeah, no sweat. All right, well, I'll let you tend to those bees. It's a beautiful day today. <laughs> All right, you take care. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye.